Hey guys, and welcome to another week's episode of the Top Producing Zone podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Jin. And I'm your co-host, Shane Carvalho. We're hitting December now, and you know this is, I think, the perfect time for, for this topic, which is really setting yourself up for success in 2024. And so today we're going to talk about just the importance of goal setting and how to go about setting up the right goals for yourself. Yeah, so I've actually already set my goals, which is shocking. I set them before December. (laughs) There you go. Good man, you're you're already ahead of the game. Well, I mean, let's talk about a little bit why, you know, why it's important to kind of get your goals set right now and why you should be kind of working towards it. In our business, I mean, it the things don't just happen overnight. Like, you know, the clients you're working with now, you know, usually it takes 30, 60, 90 days to materialize some kind of a close transaction. And really, if you want to have a good first quarter, you really have to start working on your first quarter in November, really at the latest. And uh, a lot of people check out you know, around Thanksgiving and don't show up till late January. And then they wonder why they don't have anything going on. And then they wonder why their first quarter sucks. And so, yeah, setting goals now and uh, really laying out your game plan um, and also breaking them down by the quarter, not just annually, but, um, you know, knowing what you got to put in to get the results you want in the first quarter. Yeah, it really is a pretty important tip. Um, and so if you haven't been following this in your business, you really should. Um, a lot of people, you know, they hit the holidays and they'll, they'll go on vacation, they'll go hang with friends or whatever it is, um, which is all, you know, fine to do. But, you know, they, they really don't think about their business until, you know, the, the calendar hits January 1st. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, you know, what am I going to do for this year? And, you know, if you look around, you know, whether it's real estate or anything else, the, the people that really are successful and hit the ground running in January, they're, they're the ones that, you know, have their goals all ready to go in December. They have a game plan. Um, and I think that's, that's kind of the next thing I want to focus on is, you know, what type of goal, like it's, it's important not to just set goals for yourself, but also just, you know, have a plan for how you're going to execute on those goals. Yeah. Well, the plan is actually just as important as setting the goals. Cause you, know, you put numbers on paper and it's like, how do you get there? And uh, you really need to have a game plan. And then, you know, it's just not, Oh, I'm going to do this. And then you're just going to accomplish that. You need to know, especially like in our business, you know, how many, phone calls to my sphere of influence lead to an opportunity to do business. I mean, you really have to quantify what it takes to get there. Part of the pre-planning. So, I mean, let's, let's get tactical when it comes to goals. Like what, what makes a good goal for you? I think that, you know, people always talk about, well, let me just go really high and then swing for the fences and wherever I land, you know, I land and I don't know, everybody has kind of their approach. And then some people, they want a goal they can reach because, Growing up, they're probably the same people that got participation trophies, right? So it's like, oh, I got my goal. But no, it should be something that I think that, especially as you get established and and you get more consistent with knowing kind of what you can accomplish, I think you should be pushing the boundaries on your prior year. I mean, that's, you know, whether it's a percentage or however you decide to look at it, it doesn't have to be exactly scientific either, but you have a pretty good idea, you know, especially once... And I know there's newer agents too that maybe don't have the track record yet. So it takes a little more, you know, kind of feeling it out. But I think for people that have gotten more established, you just push the envelope a little bit, you know, at the end of the year, just like, okay, well, you know, I did, you know, 40 million this year, but, you know, next year, I think I could push it, you know, 10%. You know, I think I could do 44 million. And I, I think for next year, this is probably the biggest jump I've ever had. <laughs> I'm more than do- doubling my goal. <laughs> so that that whole formula is out the window for 2024. 
but um but i for me i looked at what percentage of my business is listings what percentage of my listings is buyers and uh where the bulk of my clients come from so i know kind of the time commitment um and so i went that route i also averaged out what my average sale was last year so that when i'm looking at units then i could determine volume as well as you know income or profit no i mean and i and i think that's really important i think it kind of gets back to something we've talked about in past episodes is you know if you've already established if you already kind of have a track record in your business like are you keeping track of your kpis which is my favorite acronym which is you know like your key like it, it it's true though like what kind of metrics and like what kind of key performance indicators are you keeping track of in your business and like you said like you're keeping track of you know, out of the volume you did last year, how much of that was from listings? How much was that from buyers, right? And then if you're talking about listings, then it's like, okay, where did most of that business come from? Did it come from repeat and referral referral clients? And if it came from repeat and referral clients, then it's a matter of, okay, how often did you go and, you know, follow up with these clients, right? Like what kind of click-through rate do you have on your newsletters, right? That, that got you those repeat and referral clients. I mean, these are just some areas that I'm kind of throwing out there that people can start looking at if you haven't been looking at it in your business, right? For buyers, same thing, right? If you are look, if you're attracting new buyers, it's like, okay, what type of marketing ads did you did you set up for yourself this year, right? Was that effective, or did most of your new buyers come from your sphere of influence? How often did you go and reach out to your friends and family, and what kind of success rate did you get from that? And so, I think it's important to like. If you're, if you're the analytical type, I think it's, it's especially important to kind of just analyze your business over the last year and kind of see where did most of your leads and come from and where like you were most effective and see if that's something that you can double down on going into this next year. If that's something, you know, if you want to say like, you know, you want to challenge yourself and grow your volume from like 40 million to 60 million. Of course, you brought out the fancy word, <laughs> the fancy acronym. But no, I mean, you're pretty much what you're saying. I mean, that's exactly what I do. At one point when I was in um, this coaching program, we actually would track all of our calls or our mailers or our activity. And um, that form was a really good way to figure out since you're actually tracking every call, every letter, everything you're doing, that was an excellent way to figure out how many attempts per conversion, right? So it's like, you'll know if it took 52 calls to get an opportunity. You know, you could also track your conversion rate based on the opportunities you convert. And so you can literally like scientifically track this. It, it doesn't have to be I guess like you could actually track it and, and come up with, you know, real numbers and, and a real amount of time that it would take to accomplish that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, it's important too. And if uh, you are not tracking and you're looking for a good way to track, um, you know, feel free to reach out to, to us. And, you know, I have, I have my spreadsheets galore that I'm happy to share with the audience um, just to kind of help you, you know, keep track of some of your like key, key performance metrics and your conversion rates and really just kind of help you take your business to the next level in this next year. Yeah. And I'm not that fancy. I got a Google doc I can help you with. And you know, like if you're, if you're a new agent, you're like, well, where do I even start? Like trying to figure out my like sales volume. Um, you know, they, we, we have a really nice, again, spreadsheet that we use, you know, where you can, even if you don't have like your key performance metrics or indicators from your past performance, like you can at least make some assumptions, you know, in terms of like how many calls do I have to make on the listing side? Right. 
um, and then what what a potential conversion rate might be based off of that. Um, you put in a target goal in terms of you know how much volume and what your GCI you want to earn this year is going to be. Um, and the spreadsheet will help you kind of figure out, okay, well, like based on how much volume I want to bring in and you know my assumption in terms of what my conversion rate is going to be in terms of listing side and as well as buying side, like this is how many people, how many touch points I need to have every week and every month. And that'll really kind of help you game plan for this next year. I think the other thing too is throughout the year and I mean, maybe you're going to get to this, but you know, I track all my closings. I do have tracking on, you know, when I'm doing my prospecting during my block time blocks and such, but I mean, as far as really keeping up with where you're at on your goals, some people say goals and then they don't even have like some kind of an accurate tracking system. So it's like, they don't even know where they're at versus their goals. But um, it's important to track and have all the data because that obviously helps you for your future goals, right? Have as much information as you can. And then if you do anything out of the ordinary on a certain transaction, um, like for me, I have my contacts on Google. I'll go in and I'll make notes on that contact about, you know, what what it was. Was there a certain amount of work that was done on this particular property? Was there some kind of a credit or some kind of, you know, just if there's anything that was out of the ordinary that happened, I'll document it so that I can reflect on that when I'm going through the numbers. It is really important to like to, to track. Um, and I think then that kind of, and I, and, and I appreciate you bringing that up because, you know, it kind of gets to this whole idea of, you know, when people set goals, like what, what, well, one, what makes a good goal? And I think a, a good goal is one that's attainable, that's specific that you can measure. So then you can actually go and track it. Right. Um, and it's something that has to have some kind of time component to it. It has to be bound by some sort of time. Right. And I think when people, it's interesting, I, I dig into the time part of it. When people set goals, it's usually like, okay, by the end of next year, you know, I want to do 40 million in, in, in sales and volume. Right. But then they, they kind of just leave it at that to your point, or they don't track. And so, you know, what I, the, the next part of goal setting that I feel like is super important is, yeah, you're going to set yourself goals for this next year, but then go deeper than just that. Don't just say, Hey, I'm going to set, I'm going to do 40 million in sales, like break that down over the course of the year, over specific time periods. So then you can go back and evaluate your progress as you're tracking your results and see how you're doing against your goals. And so a good, like a good way to do about it is, you know, if you have a year, just break it down into quarters. If you want to do 40 million in sales, figure out like, what does that look like every quarter? And it doesn't, it may not necessarily be evenly spread through each quarter, right? Q quarter one, you could be laying the foundation, um, establishing the, like your, your relationships, um, you know, and typically January, February, March, like things really pick up in the spring. So you might be setting, just setting yourself up for, for March, April, May. So maybe if you want to do 40 million in sales, like January, February, March, Q, quarter one, you might say, Hey, I might only do like, you know, five to 10 million, but then quarter two, April, May, June is really where I'm going to ramp up my sales effort because I've been building that relationship in December, January, February, and so on and so forth. Break it out into quarters. So then you have a more specific game plan and check in when you're with yourself. So that way, you know, like, Hey, after three months, how am I doing? If I'm not doing enough, then how do I ramp myself up versus then waiting towards like, you know, the end of the year, 
you're not checking in with yourself. You're not measuring anything. You're like, oh shit, I set this 40 million goal and I didn't do anything towards it. I would imagine that, you know, you take it to another level just because you're so data and tech savvy. I think that, well, actually you showed me some of your tracking. You probably have double the KPIs that I've even imagined. I do like my spreadsheet, reads, so, but I do, I do like tracking my expenses. My business expenses was super important. But then I also kind of like to lay out, I have a whole spreadsheet I think I've shown you before where I kind of break out all the like different video topics that I want to do throughout the year. And it's always like, it's kind of like scheduled like by week, by month. Um, and I need to get better with that this year too. Like I, I think this last year has been great because, you know, we've really gotten onto social media. We've really built a presence. We've gotten very consistent, like posting at least three times a week. Um, but, you know, for me, like I, I want to, I want to do more in, in, in this next year. And so like I'm already like even before we got into this recording tonight, I'm starting to lay out like my my content, my plans, um, and just to try to get them scheduled out as much as possible going into this next year. Yeah, well, I think it's it's helpful, you know, if you actually can calendar that out. You know, like that's I've you know at times we've kind of started to do that at least on my stuff, but never really fully gotten to that point. I've also never really built enough you know, content to be far ahead enough. You know what I mean? So maybe, maybe that's something I should add to my goals because I, I did talk about in my goals, you know, committing to my time blocks and such, but you know, I, I probably should have spoken something, you know, along those lines as well. Well, I guess the only part I would add to that is depending on how many goals you already have for yourself, you know, and it depends on how much you feel like you can execute too, right? Some people, I think when it comes to goal setting in the new year, it's a little like, you know, like, hey, it's the new year. So it's like those health goals that people like to set for themselves, right? Where it's like, hey, it's the new year. I'm going to like, you know, cut back on, I'm going to go on a diet for like three months, or I'm going to like drop 50 pounds or, and I'm going to go exercise. And I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that. And I think the other part about goal setting um, that I want to bring up that I think is really important is that, you know, when you're looking at setting goals, like while the enthusiasm is great, like also make sure you're like you, you don't overdo it with like with goals for yourself, right? If you are the type of person that like last year set like three goals and you accomplished none of them, or you set 10 goals and you never accomplished any of them, like maybe think about reining yourself back a little bit, right? And set two or three or one or two goals that you absolutely can, you know, commit yourself to and feel like you can accomplish. Right. Cause otherwise it's just an exercise in paper pushing. <laughs> yeah, no, agreed. Agreed. So yeah, I was one of those people that did do the weight loss goal, but I mean, I've already been working on it. It was just, I was tactical about it. It wasn't just, Oh yeah, this year I want to join the gym. Like I'm way ahead of that. No. And you have to be in it. Like, yeah, that's good. You set yourself a goal and you're kind of like, you're actually you had a plan, you're executing towards it. And I think that's, that's really just the key. So what, I mean, you've obviously been, been very, you know, you've been doing this for, for a lot of years. Like what, what are some common like pitfalls that you've seen, um, with, with agents, you know, as it comes to like, you know, setting the right goals for themselves or even being able to execute against those goals as they get into the new year? Well, I think it's hard to get agents to commit to even set goals. I think less than 10% of the agents around me even set goals. It's kind of like the 90-10 in our business where only 10% of us make it. I, what I've noticed when I talk to some agents is that, and I've tried to help with this, but some of them can't even figure out how to even set the goals. You know, like for instance, if some agents will be like, well, I want to make $100,000. 
So, okay, well, we can, you know, reverse engineer it, right? But then, you know, some of them have difficulty trying to figure out the math. So it's like there's there's not knowing. And then for a lot of people, it's just procrastination or just being lazy. But then if people do set their goals, um, I think like we were talking about earlier, not having the steps, you know, or, or the plan, you know, then it just becomes kind of worthless. Like if they've already been doing real estate this year and they haven't really closed anything, and all of a sudden they want to close eight transactions next year, a lot of times you get pretty much the same thing you've gotten for the last two years. It's the whole definition of insanity, right? Like yeah. hoping yeah. that, you know, things will be different with the same action. And that's not the case, obviously. So, yeah, I mean, there's a handful of reasons. And I mean, obviously, I always always wish everyone well. I'm not trying to hate on people for not. I mean, I'm not good about like, and I'm the first to admit, like when I miss time blocks or I get busy, or I procrastinate. I mean, I'm not perfect either, but yeah, I just, I'm just sharing basically. It, it sounds like there's kind of like multiple like pitfalls along the way, right? One, it's kind of, how do you, how do I even go about goal setting? And then two, after you, you set your goals, okay, how do I go about actually doing something about it? And so hopefully kind of what we talked about briefly on this episode kind of will help agents at least give them some idea in terms of how to you know, go about doing this. And, you know, one of the things that we've been kind of doing with, with the agents that have been joining our organization recently is, you know, when they join, what we like to do is just sit down with them and do a deep dive into their business. And one of the things that we always kind of ask these agents is, okay, so well, one, what is your goal for next year? And they'll usually throw out a number, you know, like, Hey, I want to do a hundred million. Okay. Then how do you, like, how do you want to do that? Right. And I think one of the things I realized and one of the, the pieces of advice I give to listeners out there is you could do this yourself. The, the analogy I would use is like peeling back the layers of the onion. Right. And I think this is how you, you kind of help yourself to overcome some of those pitfalls with goal setting and then execution is after you set a goal, like just keep asking yourself, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? And just take it one level at a time and just dig in deeper with yourself. So if your goal is to say, okay, I'm going to do 100 million this year. Okay, well, how am I going to do that? <clears throat> right? I'm going to get 20% from, you know, re repeat referral clients. I'm going to, you know, get 40% of my business from, you know, new business from like cold calling. And obviously these these percentages I'm throwing out there are probably not going to be accurate, but it's just an example, right? And then I'm going to get the rest like social media leads or whatever it is, right? And then then I dig into a more, okay, if I want 20% from friends and family, how am I going to go about doing that? Right? You know, I'm going to go and contact them, contact, you know, send out a newsletter every month. I'm going to reach out to like 10 friends or family every week, right? How am I going to do that? How am I going to reach out to them? I'm going to text them, right? Or I'm going to get them on the phone and just catch up. Or I'm going to go take them out for coffee. Like, so you kind of see my point is like, just keep asking yourself how, so then you can actually go from very big idea to very kind of concrete steps for yourself. I agree with you. Anything else that you kind of want to share with agents out there on, you know, like what, what advice would you have for them on just like setting the right goals? Well, I think that especially if you're new and you don't have like the track record to know what you could actually accomplish. And that's fine if you have your dream, like I want to be a hundred million dollar agent. That's fine. Especially in our company, because there are agents that are full time. There's agents that have a second job. I think that you need to start off with realistically, how much time can you commit? And then whatever kind of prospecting you're already doing, then you know how long it takes to, you know, ballpark to get a lead. 
And so I think that, you know, you have to be realistic. You have to be realistic with your time. Like if you do have another job, just be okay, well, I can commit, you know, four hours a week or six hours a week or whatever. Well, temper your expectations, you know, based on that. Um, You can't just walk in, especially part-time, and expect to be a $100 million agent, you know. So I would temper the expectation based on the time you can commit. And then I think that it would also be important to work with a mentor, right? Have a mentor evaluate, you know, what you're doing and uh, also kind of what your, you know, what your thoughts are that you want your goals to be and then have them help you, right? Like I help some of my mentees, you know, do their goals, and, uh, I mean, and, you know, I love numbers. And so it's like, I love getting to the numbers with them and then yep. we can talk strategy. Um, yep. I think that, um, the last thing I would share is that as a new agent, you might get really hot on a certain type of lead, you know, Oh, I really want to buy Zillow leads or I really want to, you know, go door knock, whatever. I think that when you're kind of goes along the lines of time, right. You got to think about what's going to give you the highest conversion. Yep. And, and if you really are obsessed with doing a certain type of prospecting, that's fine, but I would still time block for other kinds of prospecting with a higher return. Yep. Like if you want a cold call just out of a phone book, you know, I mean, that's probably, that's going to be the lowest conversion rate possible because you're going to reach people that are not even in the market, you know? So it's like, if that's something you're really obsessed with doing, Maybe do it for an hour or twice a week, you know, and then block out some other times to do stuff with a higher conversion rate. And if you're not sure what that is, talk to your mentor, talk to your colleague, talk to your broker. So, I mean, I think let's let's wrap up and summarize like we we talked about goal setting uh, in this week's episode, um, why it's important, why you should get a head start on it to make sure you set yourself up for success. Um, and then when you do set your goals, you know, make them measurable, make them time-specific, um, make them reasonable and realistic for yourself, right? Um, if you need help, like reach out to Shane or I. We have, you know, the tools, the spreadsheets to kind of help you set the right goals for yourself and also be able to make sure you're tracking them consistently throughout the year. Uh, and like Shane said, um, if you have any questions or you want to bounce your ideas off of somebody, like talk to a mentor, talk to a broker, reach out to one of us. You know, um, happy to kind of help you with your business and make sure that we you set yourself up for success this next year. Great recap. I think you got it all. Thank you so much, Mr. Jen. Oh, thank you, Shane. All right, guys. Well, hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Top Producing Zone podcast, and we'll catch you all again next week. Take care.